Blog Talk Radio. Monday, May the 12th, 2014. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland. And this broadcast is being sponsored by Phoenix Rising Alternative Healing, a ministry that offers a variety of healing services for the mind, body, and spirit. And we are super excited about our show this evening. Co-hosting with me this evening is the founder and CEO of Angels in Disguises Foundation Incorporated and the co-founder of Phoenix Rising Alternative Healing, Miss Angel Kangalee. Hello, Angel, and welcome back to A Date with Destiny. How are you this evening? I'm good, Lisa. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you very much. Happy day after Mother's Day to you, Miss. Oh, thank you, and same to you and to all your listeners. I'm just so happy to be back. I love being here with you all, so I'm just excited. I am, too. I am, too. (laughs) Yes, well, tonight's topic actually is, uh, is going to be dedicated to mothers all over the world, and the title of tonight's show is A Mother's Love. Yes, Mother's Day was yesterday, but if you stop to think about it, Mother's Day is really 365 days. Amen. <laughs> there is no love like never a end. mother's love. <laughs> no, never, so tonight, ever. right, so tonight we will pay tribute to our mothers, grandmothers, godmothers, and anyone who has been in the role of a nurturer. We will honor those who have raised us, supported us, counseled us, and loved us. We would love to hear from you. Let's honor our mothers this year, even if they are with us in spirit, and express just how much they are loved. We want you to call into the show, 347-237-4518, 347-237-4518, and tell us who your mother is or anyone who has nurtured you and you would like to pay tribute to. To receive this broadcast as a podcast, just go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You can download the show and listen to it at any time. Also, follow us on Twitter at least L-Y-S-E-101. That's L-Y-S-E-101. Also, you can send a message through the site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, facebook.com, forward slash a date with destiny 101 or you can leave a message via my website info at your so angel it is so good to have you back with us and i hope you enjoyed your mother's day weekend i know you did i did i did i had a wonderful weekend and i know that you did too because your daughter came home <laughs> she did she flew and she surprised me actually and flew in from orlando florida to be with me not just the weekend she's she's going to be here to the middle of the week and i'm going to be so sorry to see her go but um <laughs> no yeah it was just yeah it was good i saw nieces and nephews and it was just a great time being with family so Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody who participated in my weekend, (laughs) my Mother's Day. Um, And I'm really excited um, to – I'm also excited about this particular show because as mothers, we sometimes become the unsung sheroes. And I wanted to take time out and talk about motherhood and all that that entails. 
And for all the men who are listening in, we will be paying tribute to you next month. So (laughs) we're not neglecting you, but this month is our turn, and I want to take this time to celebrate women. So once again, if you're listening in and you want to participate in the show, by showing your mother some love, call us at 347-237-4518, 347-237-4518. We will have you state your name, where you're from, your mother's name, and then we want you to finish this sentence. Thank you, Mom, for what? Thank you, Mom, for what? So we already have a couple of people. um, I see the switchboard is lighting up. um, And we're going to take a first caller in just a few short minutes, so just keep hanging in there. I'll be right with you. But, Angel, let's start off by talking about uh, what motherhood means to us. So um, I know that you are a mother. And so I want you to just kind of start us off with, you know, how many children do you have and, and what mother what motherhood has meant to you? Okay. I have one son. Um, he's 28 and he's still my baby. And I have yes. a grandson yes. who's 17 months old. So, um, but, yeah, but what motherhood has meant to me, that's, that's a good question. And I don't think you can kind of really sum it up in one age. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, but just, you I know, because we got the whole yeah. show, so we'll be talking about this the whole show. But <laughs> for me, um, it's just, it, you know, it's a wonderful experience, and sometimes it's an experience, you know, because let's that's, that's be real. Our children, they, they make us worry sometimes, and, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't like that part of it, you know, the worrying and hoping yeah. that they make the right decisions and things like that, but... Overall, it's it's a wonderful experience because you're you're you're. It's not about you, you know. You're right. selfless, always yes. sacrificing because you know. And I don't care how old your children are. Mine is 28, and I'm still sacrificing to make sure yes. that he has. If I don't have, and I don't mind it. Um, why? Right. Because he's very appreciative, you know. Right. And long as he's helping himself, you know, trying his best, I will help him where he falls short because that's what my yes. parents do have done and still do, you know. So yeah. So I think it's more or less just that selfless love, the unconditional love, and knowing that, you know, it's not all about you. <laughs> right, and, exactly. Um, and I think exactly. also just just knowing that, you know, I think that I just, my mother was my best friend, and I know that mm-hmm. I am with, I'm for that for my son. So I'm not just his mm-hmm. mother. But I am his best friend. I'm his confidant Aww. or something. As they get older, you know, they don't tell you everything. Yes. But but he yes. knows that no matter what, you know, you know, my mother Mama's got has his my back. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. the selflessness of it all. I think if, yeah. if I can awesome. sum it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you were going to take our first caller. Um, I'm going to put our first caller on the line. And um, <laughs> hello, caller. I believe it's uh, Rosa Maria. Right. Hello. Are you there? Can you? I'm here. Yes. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. Thank you so much for calling into a date with Destiny. So, tell us your name. Uh, Rose Maria. Rose Maria. And where are you calling from, Rose Maria? Um, Italy. Wow. wow. All I the way from Italy. <laughs> I know, me too. Me too. Welcome, welcome. Wow. And what is your mother's name, Rosa? Uh Gina. Gina. And what would you like to say then I want you to finish this sentence. Thank you, Mom, for For wanting me back home. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And is there anything else that you would like to say to your mom? Um, just I'm okay. Just a little word. Badly. <laughs> oh, you're kind of breaking up. If you could say that one more time, because I, since you're oh. calling all the way from Italy, just, just try to say that one more time for us. I'm um, grateful that she wants me back home, and she's a little worried, so she's trying to get me back <laughs> as soon as possible. Oh, well, okay, well, we're glad that you're back with your mother, yeah. and we thank you so much for calling in all the way from Italy. Thank you. Yeah. Ciao. Yes. 
<laughs> All right, that was our first caller, Miss Rose Maria, all the way from Italy. That is awesome. Now, now, we're going yes, to, and you is. know, we're going to keep, we're going to keep you in our prayers, Rosa Maria. Um, and we're going to, we, I don't know the whole situation, but it sounds like that you need just a little extra prayer. So we're definitely going to yes. take that to heart and pray for you and your mom. So thank you yes. once again for, for calling in. Um, yes. Angel, tell me what your mother's name is. Her name is Lillian Geraldine, and people will call you the Lillian Geraldine Jerry. You know, so she had multiple names, but Lillian Geraldine. <laughs> okay, and what do you thank your mom for? Finish that sentence. Thank you, mom, for helping me to become a very strong, independent woman. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And I know that your mother is with us in spirit as well. Yes. Yes. And I know that um, a lot of times you will talk about your mom and you know for a fact that your mother is still here. So do you mm-hmm. want to share with us, the, you know, uh, maybe a brief story on how you just know that? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, again, I always feel my mom is with me, but, of course, there are moments when you really feel um, their presence. But I'll give you two good, nice little short stories. When my mom at my mother's um, burial, uh, we did a butterfly release. And so, and I told her when we did the butterfly release that I said, well, mom, I said, you know, whenever I see butterflies, I know that'll be you. And I also have what these butterfly chimes to hang in the backyard. Well, Mm -hmm. one particular day when I went outside to go to my car, um, my dad's car, I was parked behind my father's car. And um, and periodically, like every day, I would see just butterflies all the time. I mean, you would thought we were like in butterf- butterfly country or something. But I would wow. always see butterflies, and I was like, okay, Mom, I know you're with me. But this one particular day when I got in the car, this beautiful um, monarch, it was a yellow and black monarch butterfly, he oh. flew onto the trunk of the, my father's car, in front, which was parked in front of me. And he landed, and then you know how when their 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 wings kind of go up and down as if they're breathing, and I uh-huh. just was so fascinated by it at first. So the fascination of the butterfly just landed on the trunk. It just looked so beautiful to me, and then all of a wow. sudden I just had this knowing, and I said, "Hi, mom. I know you're looking over, watching out, and looking over me. I just knew it." Oh, wow. Yes, and then yes. another time I I had a surgical procedure done and um so afterwards when i came home it was an outpatient and um it was to um shrink my fibroids and the cramping was so bad like literally it it dawned on me that it felt just like labor pain like that's how bad it was and um i remember like praying and i mean girl everything because the pain was so great and so by the time the the painkillers had kicked in and I remember calling on my mother, like, pray for me, Mommy, pray for me. Aww. And so as the painkillers kicked in and I laid I, I back down to kind of rest because I could now rest easy, I felt mm-hmm. her presence sit down on, at the foot of the bed, and I knew it was her. And I just felt her love, and I said, hi, Mommy, I know you're here. Thank you for being here with me. And I just Aww. drifted off to sleep. So Aww, she's with me. Yeah. She's yeah. with me. And I want to encourage listeners that, every, you know, no matter what, always remember, I don't care what faith you are, religious, you believe, whatever. We are spirit in a human body. So spirit is never born and spirit never dies. So if your loved ones, especially yeah. your mother, since the mothers are the topic today, they're always with you. You just have yeah. to learn and open up your senses. Yes, your intuitiveness, yeah. and just look at the signs yeah. and just listen. You have to learn a new yeah. way to communicate. And Sam, yeah. I like to say, I know whenever I'm on this show, Lisa and I will always talk about Reiki or the healing yeah. energy, you know. And, and if, it, if it's not even Reiki but other modalities of, of energy healing, but it will also mm-hmm. give you that enlightenment. And that way yeah. you will know and you will feel connected to, you know, spirit and you can feel the presence of your loved ones. You know, and they can yeah, come to you yeah. in so many ways. Whatever resonates with you, that's how they are coming yeah. to you. That's right. That's right. And um, mm-hmm. you know, my my late grandmother, um, 
saying her name, calling out her name, uh, the late Reverend Isabel Dorsey. Um, Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman. And um, she was, you know, she was my everything, you know. And a lot of us were raised by our grandmothers. But And I I also want to pay homage to my mother, Joan Hughes. But um, Mm -hmm. my grandmother, she was with me. I knew knew her spirit was with me all weekend, and I'm going to share with you my experiences. I always know when her spirit is around because certain um, uh, music, you know, will come and mm-hmm. drop into my spirit. And mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, my daughter and I were, were together, and we were in the car. And uh, my heart was a little heavy about, a, a, you know, a few little things. Mm-hmm. And um, as I was writing, one spe- a specific song that every time I hear this song, I know for a fact, because it, it reminds me of her. And of mm-hmm. this the song um, uh, that talks about Grandma, um, you got to be patient, patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that song comes on, I, I'm like, okay, and it just, you know, it just resonates so deeply. And then yesterday during the church service, you know, all of us, now I haven't been, you know, to my home church, you know, in, in quite a minute, so, you know, it was very refreshing to be there, and the choir, you know, got up to sing, and so I'm, I'm listening, you know, as the, the music starts to play and then the soloist starts to sing, and then he pulls out, I mean, this is an old hymn, old mm-hmm. hymn and it was one of my grandmother's favorite hymns she only had like one or two and this particular song um that he started singing and i'm like oh my god oh my god you know and i just closed my eyes and i just felt warmth all over me mm-hmm. so i said you know i know that you know the spirits are always with us and always around us yeah. if you like you said yeah. pay attention to the signs pay attention right. to the signs and it is a different way to communicate you know, mm-hmm. when we, you know, sometimes we think that they're gone just because we don't see them anymore, but that's just not true. Right. I know yeah. it's not true for me. You know it's not true for you because of yeah. our experiences. Yes. So, yes. you know, I just wanted to kind of put that out there. But And then I yes. remember one time, um, Angel, I was, um, woke me up, woke me up out of my sleep. And, and when I woke up, that same song that I heard, that he sang yesterday, um, mm-hmm. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all oh, I'm asking yeah. of you. Oh, girl. So, and it woke me up out of my sleep one night. And when I woke up, I just started singing it. Like, you know how you just open up. Even before I opened mm-hmm. up my eyes, I just started singing the words. And then just this warmth came over me. And I was like, oh, she just gave me a hug. <laughs> so, and I don't believe in coincidences, you know. No, I just don't. No, I no. don't. Mm-mm. So yeah. I'm paying it's homage real. today to, yeah, to my grandmother, uh, the late Reverend Isabel Dorsey, and to my mother, um, Joan Hughes. Um, just thank you for being the mighty strong women in my life. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, and another thing, too, um, I wanted to talk about, um, I had asked you earlier to tell me what you felt like um, motherhood was to you to share and you're right it's uh, it's so much to you know because it's a lot you know Mm -hmm. it's a 365 day a year Mm -hmm. job and Mm -hmm. you know 24 7 you're the mother you're the lawyer you're the doctor you're the nurse (laughs) you're the teacher you're the preacher I mean you know it's selfless it's just yeah it's nonstop, and your son yeah. is 28. I have a son that's going to be 28 um, this Saturday. My daughter's going to be 24, and even though we're empty nesters, you're still not. You're still mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. not babies anymore, but you're still mom. You know, we then so become mom. sort of like counselors. You know, um, yeah. on the sideline, but we're still in their lives, and exactly. that's something that's always going to be with you. So for me. And I think I shared this with you before. My children are my biggest accomplishment. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. Um, and no matter what else I do in life, uh, that'll always be the case for me. And everything else mm-hmm. I do now, because they're they're gone. They're I'm done with mm-hmm. that part of my life. So everything else I do now is like icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm getting mm-hmm. a big promotion. <laughs> Right, and right. now I get to you know we get to do us, you know what I mean. Right. So that's exactly. just a very, very, very good feeling, um, a good feeling to have. So I wanted yes, to um, um, also um, talk about the gratitude 
of just being a mother and um, the experiences that we had with our moms. So why don't you just kind of share with us briefly um, a story that that just any, every time you think about your mother, just like you just light up. Mm. But she was a character, so it's so <laughs> it's so many stories. But um, mm. I know because you know you talk about your mother a lot, and she sounded like she was a lot of fun. I never had a chance she to meet was. her. She was. I mean, she was a pistol. Um, God, I can't even. And you know, it's funny because I was trying to think of something. I think I have more. Uh, uh, well, it could be any kind of a story or something. Any, like, anything. Something that anything. She did. Just talk okay. about your mom, yeah. Okay, because this is what I, I love about my mother. So, again, we were talking about how we help our children, even they're grown. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I was grown. I was mm-hmm. recently, you know, I I had, was divorced. And I maybe was about maybe a couple of years out of the divorce. So finances, it was, it was very hard. And so... You know, and, and us being the independent women that we are, and we feel like, okay, we're on mm-hmm. our own. We're not going to go to our parents, you know, and ask for money. We, we might be like, oh, my, you got $5 or something like that, but no big money, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. was just really, it was a rough time for me. And what I loved about my mother and what I really miss so much about my mom is because my mother knew before she would even call, because we would talk every day, or I would be over here. If I wasn't over here, we'd go on the phone. But she always knew when something was wrong. And so we would call each other in the morning before I would go to work, and soon as she would say, hi, Cookie, that was my nickname. And I'm, I'm like, hey, Mom, mm-hmm. what's the matter? And you know how you're trying to be strong? Oh, everything is okay. No, no, you tell Mommy. That line right there was one of the most comforting things because it was like, Aww. as an adult, and I'm a grown woman, and we know that mommy yeah. cannot make everything all right, but still, in our yeah. heart of hearts, mommy can make everything all right. Yeah, all right, yeah. crying, and I was just saying, mommy, I don't have any money. Like, I pay my bills, but I don't have any money, and I don't, I won't have any for two weeks. I don't have gas money. You know how you just go through the litany of things, and I'm just crying. Yes. And my mother said to me, you come over here right now before you go to work, and Mommy is going to get you, give you some money, and I'm going to get your dad to give you some. She was like, as long as I have breath in my body, you uh, will never, ever mm-hmm. have to go without. Mommy will always be there for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, and I, and, and that, I miss that. You know, I yeah. miss that. She's there for me in a yeah. different way now. Yeah. But yeah. you know that you had, no matter what, you know, and that that's one of my favorite stories. And when I came, you know, and she was Aww. like, what, I got X amount of dollars from your dad. And I got, you know, she was just proud of all the, all, you know, the money. <laughs> and gave it to me. She said, and don't you cry no more. And she says, Mommy will always take care of you. And Aww. those same characteristics she instilled in me, and I do that for my son. And I find myself saying sometimes the same exact line. <laughs> That my mom, because yes. when my son is like, Mommy, I don't want to come to you. You know, I'm a young man. I should be able to, you know, have this. I should have this. And, you know, and I don't want to ask you. And sometimes I'll go without because I, you, you've helped me out too much. And I'm like, yeah. it's the same thing. As long as I have breath in my body, <laughs> if yeah. I have to go without, yeah. you won't go without. So yeah. that's so it's no wonder you're so point. selfless towards your son because look at the <laughs> example that was set yes. for you. Yes. Yeah, you know all, that all is beautiful. Life. Yeah, yeah, because I know people um, that can't speak to that. You know, yeah. they don't, they didn't have that same or don't have that same kind of relationship with their moms. But you know, that's another thing I wanted to talk about um, for those um, people who don't have a great relationship with their mothers. You know, what I found is that. You may not have a great relationship with your mother, quote-unquote, but I'm mm-hmm. quite sure that there was another woman somewhere along the line mm-hmm. that God placed on your path mm-hmm. that nurtured you or poured into you the way, and gave you what you needed or what you felt like you were missing from your mother. So, right. you know, and I talk to a lot of young girls out there who, um, who are experiencing that, um, so it's not just, you know, someone who's your biological mother, but a woman who has nurtured you. It could have been your neighbor. Mm-hmm. It could have been some, some woman on your job. It could have been a school teacher. It could have been anybody, 
you know, it could have been an aunt, you know, anybody. Right, right. And I just want to encourage those young ladies out there who may not get that that love that they feel like they they need from their mom, but I'm quite sure there's somebody out there in your life. And and that's another that jumps into the forgiveness part. Even though mm-hmm. you may not get that kind of love because every, angel everybody's not blessed like you are. You know, right. um right. there's young ladies out there in a lot of pain. And yeah. I just want to say to them that even though you may be going through, uh, we still have to practice forgiveness no matter what. Um, I know mm-hmm. that sometimes it's hard to hear because we feel like, well, mom is, you know, supposed to be mom. I'm the daughter. Yes, mm-hmm. this is true. But sometimes God makes you stronger or gives you more strength and puts you in a position like that so that you can learn and grow and practice forgiveness so that you can turn around and then help another young lady come through because that's what it's all about. We're here to nurture one another. So I just encourage you to, you know, um, stand strong, practice forgiveness, and practice love. Yeah, I know somebody's out there loving up on you. And if you yeah. are having a problem with finding someone to love up on you, email us. <laughs> we don't have a problem sharing some of our love and spreading, you know, what God has blessed oh. us with so abundantly. Yes, yes, yes. You know, we, we – and, and, you know, the, and let's, so let's jump to um, – that part, the healing part of it, um, mothers seem like, most mothers, now I'm just going to put it out there, most mothers, mm-hmm. we're just natural, most of us are natural nurturers. Yes. Okay? And there's no instructions that come along with this thing. There's no book. <laughs> you can read all the books you want. You know, people write these mm-hmm. books on how to be, be a great mother. But honestly, <laughs> when that exactly. baby comes into this world, it's like you forget yeah. just about everything you ever read, yes. and everything yes. then becomes, in, you know, instinct. We act on instinct. Exactly. And um, I know for myself, you know, I'm one that is just it just happened to be natural at it, um, and that instinct just kicks in automatically, and not just for my children, but for people. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you are a natural nurturer, you just have that naturalness to just to nurture and to love everybody. Yes, yes. Big old mama bear. (laughs) Big old mama bear. And we're going to be talking about a lot of this stuff, Angel, um, in our – because, again, it comes down to healing, Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we're going to be talking about this in one of our workshops that are coming up, and I want you to briefly uh, tell us a little bit about what we have going on with our Reiki workshops. Oh, I would love to because I am just so excited. So we are having our very first um, workshop under the alternative, Phoenix Alternative Healing, um, and it's going to be the last Saturday in June, I believe. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. June the um, 28th. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was, could not, I was getting ready to say the 26th. I'm like, oh, that don't sound right. <laughs> no, it's the 28th. 3 p.m. <laughs> 3 p.m. Uh-huh. And the main right. topic of that workshop is forgiveness and letting go of past hurt, pain, disappointment, yes. whatever. Whatever it keeps right. you blocked and moving forward. That's what we're right. going to talk about. And then we're going to talk about, okay, all right, now we know what makes us block, but what can I do to release this blockage? Then we're going to talk about how Reiki healing will help with that. Um, talk about mm-hmm. um, um, attunements and um, Reiki healing sessions, things like that that will help to facilitate healing so to remove those blocks so you can be free and free-flowing and move forward in your destiny. And the bottom line is just to be free. We are exactly. here to be free emotionally, physically, and mentally. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to also, um, you know, have a little Q&A and, and then, you know, and, and just, just, just have fun. And we're, going to, and we're really excited, listeners, because Lisa and I know that there's it's forgiveness and, and letting go is such a, a, a big issue or concern for people. So we know it's just not going to all be summed up in one workshop. Right. So pretty much how those workshops flow and different um, uh, concerns and issues or ideas 
that our participants will share with us will even help us. Bottom line is we want everyone to be free. We want everyone to be healed. So we're really excited um, about that, and we're looking to do workshops um, every last Saturday of the month for the rest of the year, I think, till the holiday season. Am I correct? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end it. Um, uh, to me, this is like uh, all of it's exciting, but after we deal with, you know, teach about the, the Reiki healing um, um, and the forgiveness and um, the law of attraction, all this other kind, the, the very last thing we'll do is we'll do a guided meditation, <gasps> which will bring yes. us all okay. home. Yes. So before yes. you leave out, we'll do a, a guided meditation, and you will feel like, oh, it's like you're floating on air, you know, yes. by the time you're finished yes. with that. So Yes. And listeners, I just want you to know, Lisa has developed this guided meditation, and it is absolutely wonderful. And I can't wait until she gets it on CDs and things like that. <laughs> I know. She just has that voice. I'm pretty sure you guys have realized that too by now, but her voice is so, I don't know, just soothing. And I've been after her ever since day one I met her. You need to do a guided meditation. I know. I know. Well, you know what? Good. I'm glad you put that out there. I'm glad you put that up. So anybody that's listening that has a recording studio where where I can come in and record and and make some um, CDs and things like that, please don't hesitate to to, uh, give me a call or, better yet, send me an email at info at yourdestinyweights.net, info at yourdestinyweights.net. And you know what, um, Angel, another thing we want to do within these workshops, and of course, you know, it's for men and women, you know, both, but um, we want to incorporate yoga um, into our workshops. So if you teach yoga... Um, yeah. And you would like to be, you know, participate in um, in our workshop. Again, info at yourdestinyweights.net. You know, um, give us a call or send us an email so that we can get in contact with you. We're located in Baltimore, Maryland, um, and the uh, workshops are going to be held, um, in, of course, in Baltimore, but on Union Street um, at the Maryland Nonprofit Building. So we would just love to hear from you. Um, and yes, next week wonderful. we will give, yeah, we'll be, we'll be giving more details on that as far as the cost and all that good stuff. So you can start, you know, just um, just get ready. We're excited. Yes, we are We're excited. We're excited. excited. Yes. So let's see. Um, what else do we have? Because you know, I had some. Looks like the the callers that I had. Maybe I took a little bit too long because now they're gone. Call back. Call in. Oh, call, call back. Call into the show. Three four seven two three seven four five one eight. Three four seven two three seven four five one eight. So tell me, um, Angel, a little bit about what. You actually, I know that you you went away for the Mother's Day holiday, but tell me about mm-hmm. your little grandbaby. Now that you're a grandmother, you said he's <laughs> 17 months old. How does that feel, and what is that like? Oh, okay. And you is know, it different from what, what's the difference between being the mother and now the grandmother? Oh, it's a huge because I don't have any grandkids yet, so yeah. you have to share with me. <laughs> it's a huge difference because um, even though. It's you know it, it's your grandchild and it's still a, a part of your lineage, but your in your mind you're like oh but you know it's only certain responsibilities like oh he's going home. <laughs> or, oh yeah, know, right, right, right. You know, it's a different mindset, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So do you find yourself like, being no. any stricter or less stricter? You know, well, it's just different. It's hard. It's hard to say that now because he's still a baby, you know, and he's such a right. precious little child. So. You know, uh-huh. he's, you know he's he's he, you know he's just one and a half. So, but other than that, it's just more or less like you know you just gotta constantly like, yeah don't touch that put that down you know right 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 right. right. Thing. But in the back of your mind, like if I'm watching him, if I'm spending the day, I'm like, well, what time is your daddy? <laughs> right. <laughs> like what time is it? Um. <laughs> Okay, now you said you were going to be here. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know, it's just different. But I am am looking forward to, as he gets older, 
to see yes. how if my mindset would change because now it's that baby state. You know what I mean? Girl, and that's but a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. Girl, I don't have it. And can you believe I was having <laughs> a midlife crisis a couple of years ago where I wanted to have a baby? Thank God that God stands there for <laughs> I know because you know when you're younger, you have all of that energy to put into your kids, and but then by when they get older, it's like okay, um, I don't know if I have any energy left. But you do find it somewhere. But at the same time, it's like you know, grandchildren. This is what I hear from grandmothers. They're like, yeah, you know, they're a blessing. They love their grandchildren and all of that, and they're like my gift because now I can spoil them and send them right back home. You know, it's like, right. oh, okay, yeah, this is, and, and it's like, okay, now, do you remember what you did to me when you were younger and the things you said? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Payback time, baby, payback time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome, and I'm looking forward yeah. to it one of these days. I'm not in any rush, yeah. but. Yeah, 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 but it one is. One of these days. And I, and I, I think with. I think right now one of my favorite things is to see, too, is the interaction, like, between my son and, and his son. Aww, my son yeah. is attentive. He has motherly qualities. It, it amazes okay. me because I see a different side of him that I would have never, okay. if some, I would have lost my last dollar. If somebody would say, oh, yeah, right. I'm going to be this way with the baby, like so, like how a mother would be. I'm like, oh, please, you, right. you don't know what you're talking about. I, I'll bet all that I have. Right. And I would have lost it because he's like a little mom. He's um, it, it just amazes me, and I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. And what I love ab- ab- about my son, because a lot of times, especially young fathers, um, you know, they get distracted. They want to go out. You know, they kind of want to be with the kids when they want to be with them. He will. He mm-hmm. wants to be with his twenty four seven, and he'll tell Aww. anybody. I, you know, wherever I go, my baby can go with me. He is no trouble. Aww. And he just loves being a dad, and he's so good at it. And but that's, that's right because now, you are a good I, mom, I, too. Yeah, I think I'm enjoying that aspect the most part, just seeing him. You know what I mean? If that mm-hmm. doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, it might sound a little weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, uh, that's real. I just think that's wonderful. Yeah, I just think it's, I just, and I just, I, I marvel at it. I really, really do. And I, and I make sure I always tell him because I want to keep him in carriage. Right, right. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love that. And, you know, we were talking about earlier, I asked you a couple questions, but did I, I wanted to kind of um, also delve into some of the lessons. Now, you shared with us one of the lessons that stuck with you um, that your mother, to this day, that your mother mm-hmm. taught you um, and now that you use with your own children, and I think that's that's pretty awesome. I'm sitting here trying to think of one. Um you know, one of the things my mother did for me um, to this day, I, um, as far as keeping a house clean, I must say, because mm-hmm. <laughs> my mother was a stickler on Girl. that, you know, doing your chores yeah, and every too. Saturday mm-hmm. morning, you yeah, know, you had yeah. before you could go out and do anything, that yeah, house had to yeah. be clean, okay? Yeah. And And one of the things I can share is that if you didn't do it right, you would have to do it all over again. All over and again. And she would come in and inspect to make sure. So what yeah. I learned how to do is do it right the first time because yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to exactly. have to waste my time doing it a second time. Exactly. And to this day, I, you know, it stuck with me. You know, that part stuck with me. Um, mm-hmm. And I can remember one of my girlfriends, and this is funny, one of my girlfriends, we were in high school, Angel, we were in high school, and she's calling me on the phone asking me to come down. Now, she's in high school. Keep that in mind. I want to keep saying high school. <laughs> she's calling me on the phone to ask me to come down to help her make up her bed from scratch. Because <laughs> oh like, she washed the sheets on the bed, and she did not right, know how to right. make her bed up. Oh, my God. I was like, wait, what? What? You what? want me to do what? I said, no, I'm not coming down the street to help you make up your bed. <laughs> you know. And right. so, but she was dead serious because her mother was, you know, she her mother did everything for her. So yeah. she never really had to do anything. So, you know, I don't know how that worked out for her to this day, but I'm very <laughs> grateful for that lesson <laughs> yeah, of, definitely. you know, being made to do something. 
Exactly. Right. We didn't and like then it then. Here's a, thank God now. <laughs> yeah. And here's another memory. Um, I'm just thankful for um, the opportunity to, when we were growing up, we played outside. You know, mm-hmm. you couldn't stay in the house. I mean, it was like, no, oh, what are you doing? What? Get out. Go outside and play. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So we were made to go outside, and um, but you had to be in before the street lights. Went on. You know, when the street exactly. lights came on, you know, I'm coming to look for you if you're not in here. <laughs> exactly. But that exactly. also gave us an opportunity, you know, to play, to be creative and, and all that good stuff. And nowadays, kids don't do that anymore. No, no. It's a different world. You know, it I is. think by the time when we when we were parents, our children come along, that was during a time where it looked like every time you turn on the news, a child was being, you know, snatched out of school yeah. or the neighborhood. Yeah. So we were so paranoid, we didn't let them go outside. So then we overcompensate because we felt bad because we didn't let them go outside. So they were kind of spoiled yeah. on a, in a different aspect. And I think the way we grew up and how, our, you know, your mother would send you down to the store, and you better come back with that correct change because if you didn't, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> and then my mom would take me down there and embarrass me, <laughs> Ooh, right? So you learn how uh-huh. to come that change. But all those little things, we just thought, like, why are you so crazy? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Yes. It's how to be responsible. Yes. You know, it's yes. responsibility. Yes. You know, yeah. and how they would embarrass you in a red-hot second. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't I? Yeah. And, you know, my yes, mom, because my parents, you know, they were older when they had me. So my mother, her motto was, I need for you to know how to make it because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Thank God she lived until uh, I was about 40-some years old. But that right. was her mindset. You need to know right. how to live and, and take care of yourself, you know. That's right. And so, and she taught me that. And um, But, yeah, but we, yeah, but, girl, oh, that was a, Girl, I would hate to even go have to go to the store. Because <laughs> you better get it right. I know. I'll be trying to do that math in my head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, we have another caller, so I'm going to bring oh, this caller on the okay. line. Yay. So we have a caller, the um, area code 410, and the first three numbers, 929. Hello, caller, here on the air. You all don't want to talk to me. You don't want to talk to me because I'm about to talk bad about people's mothers. No, you cannot do that. You cannot talk bad about this. This is a show about love and healing. So first yeah. I want to – I already know who this is, but state your name, caller. My name is – my name is Quentin Ask me again, I'll knock you down. Yale Beverly. Oh, His goes. name is Yale Beverly, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Yale. How are you? Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm fine. Is that you? Teresa? Remember Angel? No, no, no I, yes, Angel. I do remember Angel. Hi, Angel. Yes, yes. Hi. How are you? I have a cold. My grandmother would call it the etlupe. So the I'm trying to maintain. See, see, you weren't raised by old school people. Cause the <laughs> I'm not. Meant, no, I don't something. know what that is. No, I mean See? either, Lisa. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got to fool us. Well, you're older than us, so. <laughs> I know you're not saying this. Anyway, the yes. epipe is, is what older people call it when they don't know exactly what you got, but you're down. You're down. Oh, okay, okay. Well, listen, caller, um, we already know what state you're calling from, Baltimore, Maryland, so we thank you for calling into a date with Destiny. So what's your mother's name? I'm not going to put her government name out there. Besides, I'm in a witness protection program from her. If she finds out you what I'm about what, to say. You know what, caller. <laughs> I'm getting ready to call out Stranger Danger. Stranger Danger. <laughs> See, let me just tell you all a quick story, because I heard you talking about your mother sending you to the store and come back with the correct mm-hmm. change and and all this. You know, my mother is now a grandparent, as I'm sure your mothers are if they're still here with us. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that they become amnesiatic once the grandchildren yes. get here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am a witness. My mother has forgotten things that are burned into my, my, my psyche for life as if <laughs> they never happened. Yes. 
I was telling and it's my son. And it's almost like you're saying, yeah, it's almost like you're saying, um, wait a minute, who, who is this woman? Where's the woman that raised me? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love my mother with every fiber of my being and love my grandmother yeah, with of every fiber of my being. Yeah. But I, we had a blizzard. I can't remember what year it was. But we used to live in, and, and if any of your listeners know um, the Baltimore Woodlawn area, we used to live in Chadwick Manor in Woodlawn. Mm-hmm. And we had a blizzard. And everything shut down. My mom and my stepdad worked for the government, so they didn't go to work. We didn't go to school. And they decided, we're going to have breakfast, but we have no breakfast food in the house. So we need milk eggs, and bacon. Mm-hmm. Yale, you have to walk to the store and get us the milk, eggs, and bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the distance from our townhouse to the grocery store, which you couldn't look online to see if it was open back in the right, days. Right. <laughs> right, you know. And the idea to dial 411 or look in the phone book to call them to see if they were open, that never occurred to anybody. Right. right. But my mother forgot that she had my dad take the, the, the glass out of the storm door and lift me up and put me out in the snow <coughs> and send oh me to walk to the store for some milk, eggs, and bacon. And not a, not a quart of milk. A gallon of milk. Now, we moved moved out of Chadwick when I was was in uh, junior high school then. was middle school for you guys now, for you you youngsters. Mm -hmm. It was junior high school. (laughs) But we moved in when I was in fourth grade. So this, I was still in elementary school. So I'm thinking this was fifth or sixth grade, probably fifth grade. So how old are you in fifth grade? Yeah, and you know, I don't you know, know what, I'm eight like or nine? four foot nothing. Yeah, I, right. Yeah, so what? Six, six and first, seven and second, eight and third, nine and fourth. So about ten years old. Okay. 10 and years we're old. talking, we're talking about a, oh, about a, two mile walk, which isn't bad, if the snow isn't up to your waist, when you're a child. Oh my. And I walked to the store. Which getting there wasn't bad because I wasn't carrying anything. You know, and I get to the store, and they're open, thank the Lord, because if they were closed, you know, you couldn't, like, pull out your cell phone and say, hey, they're closed, come get me or anything. you got to walk back. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I walked, I got the, 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 the provisions and walked back. And in the time I was gone, these nigglets had nodded off to sleep. And forgotten about me. Now, my parents were very good parents. They loved me. They cared for me. They, you know. But we all know when it's a snowy day and there's nothing to do. And this was there was no cable. You had five channels: two, eleven, thirteen, forty-five. And if you were lucky, you get channel twenty. If you okay. held the coat hanger on the antenna right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there was probably nothing on TV but coverage of the snow. And right. you know when it's a snowy day and there's nothing to do, you kind of nod off just sitting on the sofa whatever. I was a black sickle by the time I got back to the house, <laughs> banging on the door, oh my getting these God. people to come answer the door. Wow. My mother does not remember this. <laughs> I was of course not. This story, and she swears that didn't happen. We wouldn't do that to you. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. They don't remember any of that. They don't remember spanking. No. They don't remember any of that. No. Don't spank your child. Why are you spanking your child? Ta- Excuse you? Uh-huh. No. Why are you Why are you spanking the baby? The yeah, baby. yeah. My son. My son is fourteen years old. Don't say that about the baby. The baby's fourteen I know, years right? old. <laughs> I know. Yes, they do develop amnesia as mm-hmm. they, you know, when they get grandkids, yes. And I said to a mother the yeah. other day, because my son was in a school play, he did very well, I'm very proud of him, but he, like, does not want to comb his hair. So he's got this gush going on. It's not a bush, it's a gush. My mother mm-hmm. said, what is going on with his hair? I said, he refuses to comb it, brush it. I'm getting really upset about it. 
you know, I've told him I'm going to cut it all the way off and then he doesn't have to worry about it. She decides in her mind that maybe he's trying to grow the bush for the play. She decides this two days after the play has closed down. It's no longer a school play. It's over. The boy's been growing the hair out for like three months. Oh, no, he needs a bush. So she goes out and gets him a pick Mm -hmm. to use on his hair. I said, you know what? If it were me, you would have held me down, beat the living stew beans out of me, and made me comb my hair. (laughs) Wow. Absolutely. Right. And her response, I I remember when you used to cry when you got your hair cut, so don't be too hard on them. I was four. When I used to cry. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. But they don't remember. They don't remember. Oh, they don't. And we have, listen, I I hate to cut you off because I have some more callers on here, but that is so funny. And if you want to hold on, you can hold on and we'll bring you back on because you are so right. They do (laughs) absolutely develop amnesia. don't remember anything. So, yeah, I want to thank you for... I want to thank you for calling in, but hold the line if you'd like, um, because I want yeah, to get this one other on, caller in. Hold on. Sure, hold put on. me on mute, and I'll... <laughs> Hello, caller. You're on the air, 410-446. Hello. Hi, who's, who's calling? Hi. This is your daughter, Megan Saunders. Oh, my daughter, <laughs> Megan Saunders! Hi, Boo. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, we don't have to ask your mothers to state your mother's name. (laughs) Um, But um, I want you to complete this sentence because we're having everybody to call in and state their mom's name and where uh, where you're from. And so I want you to complete this sentence. Thank you, Mom, for blank. Is it one word or do I have to say a paragraph? No, you can say <laughs> whatever to comes summar- to your mind. It's hard to summarize um, for any mom in general to say thank you, Mom, for everything because literally you guys do so much every single day. You know, from the moment that we were in your wombs, it was unconditional love. And outside of God, a love from the mom is the most purest love that anybody could interact So. I don't even know where to begin. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, See, you surprised me again. You surprised me from coming home <laughs> to be with me all the way from Orlando, and here you are calling in. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. All right. Well, thank well, you, you. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, baby. Thanks, I love, I love you. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Megan. <laughs> bye. That was my boo-boo calling in. That was Megan. Thank you so much. And Yale made us such a good point, um, Angel, because do you do that with your grandson? <laughs> or maybe not yet? Not yet. Not yet. But I think it's just okay. because it's a different – they're not your children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you just have a different mindset. You know, you're missing the right. system and they're yours because you're developing and, and training them to be adults and, and to be the best adults that you, they can possibly be. When they're your right. grandkids, I guess, you have to – a good a good grandparent knows their their role. They don't you, – you, you, you can't over – except they have good parents. We're just talking about good parents. Exactly. The parents are yeah. good. You have to know your place. And you have to allow right. them to raise their children the way they see fit. So we can go alongside that. We kind of will counsel, like you say, or offer advice. And, and then if you have that relationship, special grandparents always have those special relationships with their grandchildren. Yes. So they're going to yes. get influenced that way. But, but exactly. the bottom line is they're not your children. So, yes. of course, they're going to be a little softer. And, of course, exactly. you, know, you know, well, yeah, well, I did that for you, but, you know, but that doesn't mean you have to be that hard on them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Look, do what we say and not as we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we have another caller. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And plus we we're going to say, old, Angel? So tired. Yeah, we're just old and tired now. We don't have that energy. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So we have another caller from um, 410 area code, 446. Hello, caller. You're on the air. I'm hearing something in the background. If you're, um, Are you on um, speaking into the phone? Hello? 
Hello, yes, you're on the air. Okay, hello, how are you? <laughs> Fine, how are you? <laughs> State your name. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, this is Gary. I'm Gary Saunders. How are you? <laughs> oh, we're Hi, fine, Gary. Mr. Gary Saunders. <laughs> and where are you calling from, sir? Where Where do you Where are you calling from? Calling from the Randallstown area of town. Randallstown area. Um, What's your mother's name? Helen Saunders. And I just wanted to give a shout out to wish all the mothers happy Mother's Day. That I mean, it was belated, but happy Mother's Day. And that my mom, I believe, is the mom diggity of all moms. So I don't think nobody can talk Aww. Aww. Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, we have to make sure that your mother hears this, um, hears you, you know, giving her, paying tribute to her. Thank you so much for calling in. Would you like to say thank you, Mom, for what? Uh, thank you, Mom, for putting on my shoes and showing me footsteps and guiding my path into my adulthood that I believe I've grown into, but I know I still have some lessons to learn, and she still decides me to guide me through some different changes that sometimes occur, no matter how old you are. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling into the show. Yeah, thank you. Y'all, y'all All right. All right. How are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing? All right. Well, we thank you for calling in. <laughs> yeah, All right. And, you know, bye. And bye. you know what? Um, I'm looking at the time. Oh, my gosh. Girl, the I time has flown. It goes so fast. All the time. It really does. It really does. And I want to thank Yale. Yale, I, if you're still listening, i back to you at this moment because we're getting ready to end the show. But before we end the show, um, I want to leave everyone, first I want to thank all the callers that called in. You know, we really appreciate it. But I want to leave you with this beautiful Mother's Day poem, um, Author Unknown. But I found this poem, and I thought that it was so appropriate for today's show. So I just want to read this, share this poem with everyone. It's called A Mother's Love. And... I'm going to play the little song here to go with it. Um, a mother's love. Who is who? Whose is the heart that bursts with pride each time she sees your face? Whose are the eyes that dart about to check your, your to check your world is safe? Whose are the arms that wrap you up and hold you tight and close? Whose is the love that is always there whenever you need it the most whose is the smile that lights the room when you are smiling too whose shoulders is the place to be when only a cuddle will do whose chest is warm and comforting when you're a weary soul whose motivation only has your happiness as her goal whose are the tears that cry for you as you grow old and free Whose is the heart that aches so much in the space where you should be? Whose is the head that knows that you must find your path alone? And whose is the voice that welcomes you each time you go back home? Who could have so many facets that makes her oh so great? Who has you on her mind each day and today we celebrate? Whose hands hold and guide you in a way like no other? All these are parts and parcel of the joys of being a mother. So this concludes the show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us today. Shout out to my family who are always loving and supporting me. And also to my friends and colleagues and all of my social networking sites. We are eternally grateful to everyone who called in this evening. This was a fun show, Angel, don't you think? Yes, it was. It was. We should do a part two. <laughs> we should do a part two because you can't uh-huh. encompass everything in one show. It's just impossible. And I'm looking forward to doing a show next month for Father's Day. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. That's going to be pretty exciting. So, Yale, if you're listening, yeah. you got to call back in for that show. 
Um, <laughs> once again, a big thank you uh, to, to my co-host, uh, Ms. Angel Kangalee, for taking this time to share your wisdom with us for knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. So thank you, yeah. Angel. Thank you for having me. I love being here, and thank you, listeners, for having me. And I have a blessing. Awesome. Thank you. And also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. And follow us on Twitter at least. L-Y-S-E-101. We will be back on Monday, May 19th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our special guest who will share with us how they are living their dream by owning their own cupcake business and what it was like being on the famous show Cupcake Wars. So you won't want to miss that. So your mission, ladies and gentlemen, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation Seek God and learn how to love yourself first because, after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. We love you, mamas. <laughs>